Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Come and join us. We love sharing, talking footy with you. It's Kim Hagdorn's night here on a Thursday. He's also here Monday nights and it's the best rating two nights of Drive with Peter Vlahos, let me tell you. Uh, we've got Joe who's joined us from Madeley. He's lying online. He's called on the Tempera Bedshed. Uh, in fact, not on the text line, which is 0487 736 736, but on the Scarborough Toyota open line, 13 12 55. Joe, I reckon you're a first timer. Thanks for joining us. I am a first time, and I'm on board because of Haggers. Oh, oh, oh here we go. Here we go. Kim Adorn fan club. Hey, good on you, Joe. Stay on as long as you like. <laughs> good on you, Joe. Thanks for joining us. I enjoyed your work um, on the other stations. You're on 6PR and whatnot. Thank you. But, we, um, we both enjoyed our work at 6PR, but then we thought we'd time <laughs> oh, to leave. Too, oh, yes, yeah, thank you, too, thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, I'll keep it quick. Um, so, Haggers, you alluded to West Coast potentially delisting 10 to 12 players at the yep. end of the year. Yep. I'm just interested to get your thoughts on some of the younger blokes you reckon could be in that list. I reckon someone like Isaiah Windus probably on the chopping block. I believe he's out of contract. Um, even Jackson Nelson, he's out of contract as well, and he's off the field misdemeanors this year. So it'd be a big move to be lift him. Just want to get your thoughts on that. Um, and also in Fremantle as well, yep. um, Sam get Sam injury. I reckon that's going to be a big loss for them because he brings a lot of forward pressure to them. And thanks for having me on, boys. Cheers. No, thanks for joining Good us. Good on you, Joe. Yeah, Joe. Uh, look, uh, quickly with Joe, um, Sam Switkowski, because I did make a note uh, with. His loss, I I agree with uh, with Joe there. I mean, his his uh, tackling pressure and full line pressure. Plus, he's so quick. He provides just that, that that harassment to any defender that's trying to move the ball out of the Fremantle forward line, isn't it? And that's one of the facets of Fremantle. I think it's not just the tackling because at times you sort of question that they don't actually lay enough tackles in their forward line, and that's why the likes of a Hawthorne, for instance, last weekend could get sixty inside fifty because the ball would bounce out too easily. Um, so Switkowski is a loss, but one of the things about Fremantle coming back after the bye next week, you know, they've, they've got a heck of a lot of depth and you'd have to look at not as forward straight away here, but with a reshuffle. So Heath Chapman probably has to push back as a candidate to play. He's too good a player not to get back into that team. And so to Nathan O'Driscoll. Uh, but where do they fit in? Here's your preferred back group, I reckon, with, with Fremantle. Pierce, Ryan, Cox, Clark, Young, Walker, and Chapman probably gets back into that. Mm. The preferred forwards, Lob, Logue, or Tabiner. And, of course, I've created discussion on whether Logue should play ahead of Tabiner. But then the smalls, Walters, Schultz, Banfield, Frederick, Collier, Tucker. There's plenty of alternatives to a Sam Switkowski, even though he will be a loss. He'd be the preferred ahead of a few of those. Uh, but, yeah, so the likes of Collier and Tucker, handy damn players yeah. to think, well, you're no guarantee of getting a game when they come back at near on full strength Fremantle. And even the debate, as I've created, on Matt Tabner. If Matt Tabner is sent back to the Peel Thunder for this coming weekend... You'd have to. I'd have to consider that I'm onto something here. He's no guarantee to play. If he was an absolute guarantee to play against Carlton the following week, the following Saturday over in Melbourne, then he doesn't have to play with Peel. Yeah. He's such a senior and important player. If he plays with Peel, it reinforces my suspicions that they, the Fremantle, are thinking, well, is is Griffin Logue a better alternative up forward than Matt Tabiner? Now, Matt Tabiner, uh, 29 year old. 
played 109 games. That's not a heck of a lot no. as a near-on 30-year-old because he's injury-prone. Six games this season, 14 goals, but seven of them in one game, Peter, against Essendon in round five. And he's laid just five tackles. Five tackles in six games. Griffin Logue laid six last week against Hawthorne. I, I, I think there's a lot of debate there. So Sam Kritzkowski can be covered, although he's the preferred, but he looks though he's probably gone for the season. As for West Coast, Joe... List of uncontracteds for the coming end of season. Jackson Nelson, after eight years on the list, probably time to move on, Jack. Yeah, he, just, he hasn't on. delivered, I think. Willie Rioli, after six years? I mean, if he's still paunchy and not playing well and injury-prone at the end of the season, they'd have to think about moving him on, mm-hmm. as, as unpopular as it will be. Depends who's running the footy department, you know, in three or four months' time, because there's going to be changes there. That's another issue, Peter. Alex Witherden has to go after two years. Uh, Willie Rioli... Jack Redden, after seven seasons at West Coast, a 31-year-old, time to go. Luke, Luke Shuey, 32-year-old, 14 years on the list, unrestricted free agent if he wants to go. I read, I see what he said. Did you see that? You know, Please. I'm, if they don't want me, I'm keen to maybe continue my career elsewhere. Who's going to look at him? Please, Luke. And, and this is where I think some of the West Coast Eagles people are Who's delusional. Who's going to look at him? Josh Kennedy, Shannon Hearn, Nick Natanui, all out of contract. Nat Newey, probably, but it depends how he finishes this season and what they might be able to pick up. They've missed out on Tim English. We've said that over and over again. Luke uh, Jackson is still in the market. He's going to cost them too much, and they couldn't trade anything for him. Yeah. So I think they're some of the guys who are. So Witherden, Jamison, Ainsworth, Jermaine Jones, Zane True, you'd recontract him. Bailey Williams, they'll recontract him. Luke Edwards, question mark. Connor West, you'd recontract him. That's just some of the guys. There's a big list of uncontracted at West Coast, not the least of which some really big names. Rioli, Redden, Shuey, uh, Kennedy, Hearn, Natanui, all have to be reconsidered. Where, where do you think Liam Ryan's at? This is what Adam Simpson said uh, earlier today here on SEN. No, unfortunately, he's got the flu at the moment, so he's... Um him and um, Patricia Seaton, unfortunately, it's a bit crook. So, yeah, um, I don't think they'll get up for any type of footy this week. So we, um, that's the next thing that's happening, boys, is everyone's getting, mm. not getting COVID anymore. They're getting, they're getting the flu, which is getting around. But Liam Ryan didn't exactly uh, shoot the lights out uh, playing in the WAFL. Well, I'm his his performance where, was quite questionable. Yeah, I'm just wondering where his fitness levels are at. Oh, his fitness levels are deplorable. Have been for since mid, early early to midway through last year, mm. and he he had a poor summer. Spent too much time just walking laps, bouncing balls, walking off, having a few kicks at goals, walking off, and 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 everyone being told, oh, he's on managed minutes. Too much management of their training. They're not hardened. They're not uh, AFL fit. West Coast, probably their whole squad, let alone their key players. I'd put a big question mark on Liam Ryan's future. He would have to have because what's gone on in the last few weeks is a very serious review of of the list of their coach and coaching staff, their fitness and conditioning. All departments. It's a full review of the footy club, oh, isn't it? And it's actually becoming quite uh, quite brutal. And and I can tell you, Peter, that out of this inquisition already, fitness and conditioning and the sports and science are all up for a major overhaul. A lot of people will go. The assistant coaching staff, a full overhaul there. Even though they've got two first-year coaches in Schofield and, and Knights, they're fine, but a lot of other support around it. And the other area that they've identified is in massive need of an overhaul and reintroduction of a full development program. So development coaches will come in as well. It's very similar to what the, the planning and the rhetoric and dialogue that's coming out of West Coast is it's very similar to what went on when Damien Hardwick was given one more season at Richmond. At Richmond at the end of 2016, and the likes of Mark Williams, 
gun coach got moved on. Brandon uh, Brendan Lade got moved on. Justin Lepich and Blake Carousella went in as good close mates of Damien Hardwick and worked their job and were very strict and firm behind the scenes. And Neil Baum went in as, as football general manager operations. Mm-hmm. And so that's the rhetoric that's coming out. So Adam Simpson seems extremely secure. I've actually even heard that he is contracted to the end of 2025. 24, I yeah, thought it was. Yeah, we've thought that all along. But he told someone very recently, oh, no, I've got three more years. So really? 23, 24, 25. So if he's that secure, then rest assured, what will go on around Adam Simpson will be the, 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 the Damien Hardwick style of replenishment. Move out if you've been here too long. Move out if you haven't been performing. Like the fitness and conditioning is under serious review. And it's appalling what's going on with their fitness levels. They are not AFL fit, the, uh, the West Coast Eagles players. I actually fear that some of the brave buggers that are going back in to try and help Adam Simpson and West Coast out of the plight they're in because they'll break down again. Mm. They're not healthy fitness. Uh, they'll be so uh, injury prone that they're going to have some more injuries, some of these important players, and they're showing a lot of bravity to just say, well, I'll give, give it a go, see how I go. But some of them are playing for their futures as well, even, even a Luke Shuey. Okay, we're going to take a break. And as we go to the break, uh, the West Coast Eagles have released uh, an interesting little feature on their 1992 premiership side that is pre the big game in 1992 at the MCG against Geelong and, of course, uh, featuring quite a few of the players. Here's just a little bit of a sample. The first voice you'll hear will be the late George Grilicic, followed by Peter Matera. Well, I think that Victorians uh, perceive the competition as still being a VFL and it belongs to them and we're the intruders. And it's about time they got a kick in the bum? Well, I think so. And if the West Coast Eagles win the Premiership, it will be a kick in the bum. For us, being West Australians, um, to do what we did, I don't think a lot of people thought we could do that. We're a bloody good side, had a great coach, great coaching staff, medical staff, the whole lot, the way they put it together. All we had to do is go out and play our best footy, and, and we did it, you know. In the early 90s, we were, we were very good, very good side. Come 91, I played all season, all Australian, all that type of stuff, but we missed out on the on the glory at, in, uh, in the grand final. So I think the year to come was, we're not gonna let this happen again. Like, you know, seeing the boys, tears in the eyes and so forth in 91. You know, they were a good side, Hawthorne, and, and we were the new boys on the, on the block. So we learnt from that and we said we can't get belted again like that because our desire was we're good enough, we just got to finish it off that one more game. I think we just got harder and harder on the training track and tactically where we wanted to be as a team just to get that group success because, yeah, like, we haven't won one yet, great opportunity to do it. Everyone had to just lift that extra 10 20%, you know. The group, when we get together in one room, it's a time to reflect and you reminisce. It's just like yesterday when you, you, you catch up with them. And there's only one bloke missing and he would be, he'd be standing on tables, he would be the centre of attention because he's that type of bloke, you know, and, and he was a big part of, of what we went through. And, um, and we all missed him and we'll remember what he did and we talk about it. But that 22 that played in that game, you can't take it away from us.